Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here to bring the four game Olympic basketball slate that starts Tuesday night. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Also making videos for PGA, Daily Fantasy Sports, and NBA Top Shot. And if you're curious if I'm going to have a video up for the uh, Olympic golf slate, I am. It's going to be up right after this, so be on the lookout for that. Also, FYI, that's that day or that slate starts a little early. It starts on Wednesday instead of the normal Thursday, uh, you know, golf slate. Uh, if you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, they're also up on Apple Podcasts. I'll have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com. Three different packages with the NFL season right around the corner: an NBA package, which includes uh, Olympic basketball and summer league. Uh, NFL package, and then an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So, if this is your first time watching my videos or you're not familiar with Prize Picks, there is a few different ways you can play. Uh, right now, we don't have anything posted for men's uh, Olympic basketball, but I'm you know expecting that to be posted later on, uh, probably in the next few hours. Uh, but I have women's basketball up. So, again, the first way is you just take over, under, and straight up fancy points. So, Prize Picks will post players and the projected fantasy scores. And again, you either take the over or the under, or you can play a single stat DFS. Uh, right now, they only have po points posted, but sometimes they'll have assists, rebounds, where you can just straight, you know, take straight up like over, under on rebounds. So uh, I like it. It's a nice change of pace uh, because you're not playing against anyone. You're just playing against a house. If you guys want to try it out, inside can sign up code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put in $100 using my code, you will get a $300 or $200 to play with uh, in total. And finally, I want to thank you guys again for your continued support in all the videos, uh, you know, the NBA, the Olympic videos, the Top Shot videos, the, the PGA videos. Really, really do appreciate it, guys. If you could, leave a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know when to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check it out, guys. Go over, go over everything and answer any questions you guys have. Let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video every single like helps and also if you are not subscribed make sure to hit that subscribe button about 50 percent people watching these videos are not subscribed so hitting that subscribe button really helps me out trying to reach 10k or uh, on my way to to 10,000 subs all right guys so before we talk about players and their prices for this four game slate we can look back mine up here from uh, sunday's two game slate so uh sunday slate for me here let's go to to my lineup was it's just kind of average, forgettable. Uh, let's go over my lineup bills. Luka Doncic, Hijima, Amir Skola, Dalia, Sergio Rodriguez, Rui Hashimura, and Pau Gasol. So I got, got hit with a little bit of bad variance. Um, yeah, a little bit tilted about it, not going to lie, but it happened. So Hijima was a guy that I liked, you know, those Japan guards. Looking at the exhibition games, both those guys were averaging about 25 minutes. He was close to min price, so I'm like, hey, I'm expecting him to play similar minutes. He did not. He only played like 9, 10 minutes. So a little bit annoyed by that, but again, it, that, stuff like that can happen. Murich was another thing that was a little bit tilting. Uh, he was a small third value I liked. He picked up three fouls in five minutes, also fouled out. So lost a good amount of time there with foul trouble. So a little bit of bad, bad variance here, some of the value plays. Again, the rest of my lineup, Scola was solid. I was a little bit surprised that Argentina kept their starters in for, you know, Composo closed out the game. Uh, Scola was in there, you know, deep into the fourth quarter. I'm not, like, that game was out of hand. 
basically the entire second half. So I, I was surprised that Argentina stuck with their starters for a little bit. Again, I, I liked you know punting at the center position. Guys like Delia, Pagasaw, I mentioned both were solid for value. Sergio Rodriguez, one of those value guards I talked about, uh, did go for 18.25 fancy points. Uh, Rui Hashimura, a little bit disappointed. Did have 20 real-life points, but that was about it. Only two boards, one assist. Yuta, the GOAT, was the one you actually wanted. I think he went for 40-plus fans points. He also had five steals. So, uh, yeah, that is it for the luck back, guys. Hope you had a good uh, night. We can quickly go over the winning lineup here. This is in the, um, this is in the slam. So, the winning lineup was obviously Luka, uh, who just, again, that game was, I watched that game, absolutely insane. And he got subbed out, too, in the fourth quarter. He could have won for 90 fancy points if he, uh, you know, if he played the whole game. Uh, Brasino, the other Watanabe who did not play. Literally, this guy won a tournament with Watanabe not playing. The other Watanabe, Scola, Hernan Gomez, Composo, Garubo, and Valdoza. Um, but yeah, looking over like some other ownership here. Uh, again, if we go look at um, Hiyajima was super popular in the higher stakes stuff, 60 plus percent owned. Again, everyone, including myself, was, was expecting more minutes. Didn't happen, so... That, that one hurt a little bit, but, uh, you know, nothing we can really do about it. All right, so let's move on to this four-gamer. Again, we have Germany and Nigeria. It's a 165 and a half over under. Nigeria are four and a half point favorites. Iran versus USA. It's a 166 and a half over under. United States are 41 and a half point favorites here. Australia versus Italy. It's a 172 and a half over under. Australia are seven and a half point favorites. And France versus Czech Republic, a 164 and a half over under. The Czech or France, I should say, are nine and a half point favorites. All right, guys. So we'll start off with Germany and let's take a look at some of these minutes here. So for the Germans, again, Emlo came off the bench, still played 20 minutes, was their go-to guy, finished with 24 points, four boards, four assists. I played him last slate. Um, I still think he's a little bit underpriced. Again, don't expect him to start again, but he should play big minutes. A guy that can kind of do it all, uh, can score the ball, plus, you know, stuff the stat sheet. So Emlo, once again, one of my favorite options on this slate. I think he is still underpriced. Now Wagner up, up top at 8.6K and came off the bench, played 21 minutes, was pretty solid. But I don't know if I want to use one of my spend ups in Wagner because of the minutes, right? There, there's other guys that I can project for a lot more minutes as far as my stars. So Wagner, more of a contrarian option. Going over the rest of Germany, there are a couple of the guys I want to mention. Isaac Bonga, they have him listed as a center, even though he was at times running the point guard for them. So let's take a look at Bonga. He played some solid minutes. Went for 27 minutes, 13 points, three boards, four assists, two steals, two blocks. He's a good defender. And if he's going to play some more minutes, I think he is a really good value play at this price. So Bonga, kind of a do-it-all guy I like as well. Uh, Andreas Obst is uh, more of their sharpshooter. He also played big minutes. He played 29 minutes for 12, uh, 12 and 1. Again, not going to do much of the peripheral stats, more of a uh, you know outside shooter, but I think he's viable because of the minutes alone. That's probably it. Let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to mention here? Um, oh, Voutman at 6'3". Again, he is their starting center. He played 22 minutes, went for 3, 6, and 4. Fine play in the mid-range, but like I would rather use Bonga for a couple thousand dollars less. So that is it for, for Germany. Let's move on to Nigeria. So Nigeria did uh, kind of spread out the minutes as we expected, but there are some guys that go a little bit on our price. So uh, Okoji played over 20 minutes. He played 23. Presha Chua played 22. Jordan Nwora of the Milwaukee Bucks played 24. And Gabe Benson of the Miami Heat played 25. So those those guys played a decent amount of minutes. Also Oni uh, on the Utah Jazz played 23 minutes, but not a good point for any guy. Probably not going to go there. So uh, let's talk about, again, Achua versus Okafor. If you look at Okafor's minutes, even though he's a good point for the guy, only played 11 minutes. That's a little bit uh, worrisome. I don't know if I want to use Okafor. He's only going to play 11 minutes again. So I would, if I'm going to use one of these bigs, I would rather go to Achua 
who, uh, again, did play over 20 minutes and was good. Went for 10, 6, 2, and 3. So I think Achua is a solid player in the mid-range. Also, he's power forward eligible, uh, which is kind of nice. Power forward usually a, you know, the fourth by usually a weaker position on these slates. So I, I do have some interest there in Achua. Also, Gabe Vincent at 5-4. Uh, he played 25 minutes with solid 7-5, 1-1. I think he looks a little bit underpriced if he's going to continue to play 25-ish minutes. Caleb Agata was a sneaky play I mentioned. However, the minutes weren't really there for him. Only played 14 minutes, but was very productive in that time. Two points, three boards, three assists, one, st- one steal, and three blocks. Again, though, the minutes were a little bit disappointing there. And then Koji, 4.4K. He played 23 minutes, one for 11, 2-3. and three. Again, another good defender who, uh, if he's going to play some minutes again, I think looks like a solid value. So there are some guys in Nwora, too, at 4K. So even though Nigeria spread out the minutes, there's still some guys that are a little bit underpriced. Nwora, Akoji, Gabe Vincent, even Presha Chu are probably the main guys I'm looking to for Nigeria. I'm moving on to Iran versus USA. This, this one's a little bit tricky because obviously there's the massive blowout risk and there's a chance that some of these Iran guys and obviously the USA guys don't see their full complement of minutes. But we'll start with Biak and MJams, two valid plays I liked in the first slate and were very under-owned. Biak went for 23 points, three boards, four assists, also 36 minutes. And MJams, 16 points, seven assists, one rebounds. So once again, I think these guys are both good values. We have Biak at 4K, MJams at 3.6K. I think they are too cheap. Even if the scheme blows out, I think they could pay off their salary. So those two Iran guys, once again, I like for value. Going over the rest of some of these uh, Iran players, uh, Hamid Haddad, he actually had a pretty good game in 29 minutes for 15, 10, 4, 2, and 1. Again, a good point for a guy. He is priced over 9K, though. He's a guy that is a little bit riskier because if the game blows out, you know, that's going to hurt him more at that price at 9-3, where like B and M jams are so cheap that if the game blows out, they could still pay off the salary. So I'm probably not going to go to Dottie. I'm not going to go to Kazimi. He didn't play a ton. There is one other guy I want to mention. Now, this is a little bit confusing if you look here. His name is different on Pro Ballers than it is on DraftKings. Samid Nika Barimi played 32 minutes, one for 8, 6, 2, and 3. Uh, but this is Nick Kaburhimi. This is him. So uh, he played. he's at 3.5K. Again, he played big minutes, played 32 minutes, and is only uh, is cheap. And again, one for 24 fancy points. So there, there's some guys here I'm looking to for Iran, but the value, because even though there's there's a significant you know blowout risk, these guys can still get it done limited. So again, Biak, M Jams, and M Nick are the three guys I'm looking to for Iran for some salary relief. All right, in the United States... Not much I like here. Um, number one, we have the blowout risk. And number two, still the guys are way overpriced. So KD, if you played him last slate, got in foul trouble. Obviously, that was a little bit tilting. Dave Miller played 28 minutes. It was a little bit disappointing. Bam started, played 25 minutes, was decent. Drew Holiday was kind of surprised, played really well off the bench, 28 minutes. Tatum was forgettable in 24 minutes. And Booker, Levine played just under 20. Draymond Green played about 21 minutes. It's just, you, you take a look at the price points here. I don't think it makes a ton of sense. And also, there's a really good chance these guys only play three quarters. So I just have a hard time getting the United States guys. Um, now, could you play for the blowout? Maybe you like roll the dice in a Kaladin or Javel McGee? I guess. But I don't think it's necessary. I think there's just other value I prefer in this slate. So like Jeremy Grant got a DNP. He's at 7.1K. I'm not going to Middleton. At a bio at 7-8, if he starts again, you can use him as a contrarian spend-up. Again, though, I just prefer other stars. I'm not paying that price for Draymond. not paying that price for Booker. Even though Drew Holiday had a really good game, I'm probably not going to go there. Definitely not going to Levine. Tatum feels a little bit overpriced. Like, KD and Lillard, I guess, are fine contrarian spend-ups if you think Iran can somehow keep this game competitive. But the USA is basically basically full fade for me. There's not much I like here. All right, so let's move on to Australia versus Italy. Um 
Australia, Patty Mills played 35 minutes and went absolutely off. 25 points, four boards, six assists, four steals. He's a guy who's very high in last night to spend up. Once again, I really like him. I think he's going to be popular, but it's for good reason, right? 35 minutes and is their clear go-to score. Well, the ball in his hands lot at six assists. I really like Patty Mills there at the top. Um, let's go over the rest of some of these Australia players. So, Joe Ingles played 32 minutes, went for 11, 4, and 3. His price is 9.2K. Definitely viable, but would rather get to Patty Mills. Same thing I said last night. Matisse Thibel, let's take a look at him. So he played 23 minutes, got a little bit bailed out if you played him, had five steals. So, yeah, the price is a little bit too much for me for, for Thibel. But uh, there are some value guys I'm intrigued by. One being Dante Axum at 5.2K. So he played a lot more in this most recent game. He was averaging like 15 minutes in the exhibition games. However, he played 24 minutes in that game against Nigeria. So if he's going to play about 25 minutes off the bench, he's certainly someone we can look to in the mid-range. Now, the big rotation was a little bit confusing here for Australia. I was expecting more minutes for Baines, expecting more minutes for Landale. Both guys saw limited minutes, 15 for Baines, 13 for Landale. I mean, maybe Baines saw limited minutes because he was dealing with that injury. Uh, the guy that did get uh, you know, a significant amount of minutes was Nicholas Kay. At, uh, he played 26 minutes, 26 minutes, went for 12 points, 8 boards, 3 steals, and a block. So looking at his price, he's at 4-3, or Baines at 3-9, and Landell at 5-1. If I'm going to play one of these Australian bigs, it's probably going to be K. Now, is it guaranteed he's going to play like 25 minutes again? No. I think there's a chance if Landell or Baines play well, they could get the minutes. So there is a little bit of risk. But again, if I'm going to roll the dice on one of these cheap centers, I think it would be K. And then Delvadova also, his minutes went a little bit down. Uh, he only played 16 minutes, I think maybe because Exum was playing well. Um, you know, in the exhibition games, he was averaging mid-20s Mets, so that's not great to see his Mets go down. However, he is very cheap, so I think he's still a viable contrarian value play, but uh, there's, there's other guys that do prefer at that price. All right, so let's move on to Italy. So Italy uh, played the core group of guys a lot of minutes. Fontenchio played 30 minutes, uh, Tunit played 32, Gallinari 25, Melli 26, Manning 24, and Polinar 23 minutes. Let's go ahead and take a look at these pricings. Uh, uh, for the Italy players. Gallinari is at 8.3K. Again, he did come off the bench to play 25 minutes for 18, 2, and 2. Obviously a great score and uh, might play a little bit more in this game. So he is someone you can look to as a spend-up. However, probably would rank up behind a couple other guys. Now, Fontenchio, again, it was him and Polinara that really dominated in the exhibition games with Gallinari out. Fontenchio continued uh, to play well. He played 30 minutes, went for 24, 2, 3, and 1. Whereas Polinara really struggled uh, off the bench, only played 23 minutes. However, he did shoot 0 of 6. So, uh, you know, Fontenchio is probably going to pick up a lot of ownership if people are going to go to one of these mid-range forwards. However, don't, like, Polinara is still viable. Recency bias, he burned a lot of people. Ownership should be pretty low. There's still a chance, like, he most likely is not going to shoot 0 of 6 again. And uh, we know he's he's a productive player. So I don't hate going to Polinari to get a little bit different here. Again, I think he'll be very, very low-owned. Nico Mannion, I think, is a pretty safe play. However, the minutes weren't amazing on him. Go back and look at his minutes. Only 24 minutes. Took for 10 points and 7 boards, though. Uh, Tunet uh, did play some solid minutes here for Italy. And he played 32 minutes for 18, 3, 2, and 3. Uh, I think he'll be a pretty popular rally play. Is shooting guard eligible, which is kind of nice. Shooting guard usually a weaker position. And then Nicola Malley's at 4.5K. Had a really solid game. 26 minutes, 13, 9, 1, and 2. However, I'm not convinced he's going to be that productive again. I do think he still is a decent value play, though, and, and should play 20 to 25-ish minutes. All right, guys, so let's finish up with France versus Czech Republic. 
All right, on the France side, you guys knew I was super high in Evan Fournier. He played phenomenal. 34 minutes, 28-4, 1-1. And he is going to be their go-to scorer. And once again, I think he's a little bit underpriced here at 7-5. I really like Evan Fournier. Also, Nato Decolo, I told you guys he's going to be super low-owned. He was. He played 32 minutes, went for 30 fans once. Now, uh, Frank Nilakina, I will mention, uh, did miss that the opening game, and he's questionable. So I think if Nilakina played, Decolo's mitts could have went down a little bit. But again, Decolo is a do-it-all guy. Went for 13, 5-5. Five five, so... Decent contrarian spend up. I'm not spending up for Rudy Gobert. There's just guys I would much rather get to. Uh, a couple other guys I want to mention here. Nick Batum at 5.6. I think is a pretty safe alley play. Or a guy in the mid-range. Played 31 minutes. Went for 5, 4, 5, and 1. That's kind of a Nick Batum stat, stat line, right? A guy that can do it all. I think he's a pretty good play. Uh, again, Yabusele did get injured, but he is probable. I retweeted that. Again, make sure to follow me on Twitter, guys. I'll retweet starting lineups and stuff like that. Also, information. And I saw Yabusele is probable for tomorrow's game. He played 19 minutes for 6-4-1. If he is in and plays again, I think he's somebody you could look to as a salary relief play. And then that's probably it for me. What, TLC only played 15 minutes? Some of these bigs, like Mustafa Fall played 11. Vincent Poirier played 11. I think I'd rather get to other value plays, though. All right, so let's finish up with Chuck Republic. And once again, I am really, really high in Tomas Sanaransky. Played 34 minutes, one for 6, 8, 8, and 5. Also shot 2 of 15. So most likely he's not going to shoot that bad again. He should play all the minutes he can handle. I really like Sanaransky. I think he is very underpriced. All right, going over the rest of Chuck Republic, they kind of spread out the minutes for the rest of the players. Uh, Patrick Aouda played 23 minutes. Blake Shib 24. Jan Vasily, 25. Uh, Balvin only played 19 minutes. That was a little bit disappointing. Boyacek played 21. So uh, let's talk about Balvin again. He he played 19 minutes. Uh, I expected a little bit more run, but still was good in that time. Nine points, eight rebounds, one block. Uh, if he plays 20 to 25 minutes, once again, he is going to be, he is one of my favorite value plays. So I, I do like Balvin uh, again there. Vesely at 6.9K, I think is a pretty solid play and was in the NBA for a little bit. Uh, he went for 11, 7, 3, and 2. Played 25 minutes. I think he's a pretty good play in the mid-range. Shib had a nice game at 4.7K. I think he's viable for value. Again, he played, uh, what was his miss? He played 24 minutes for 14, 4, and 5. So there's some value plays uh, that, that are viable here on Czech Republic. But yeah, San Aransky is definitely the guy I'm looking to at the top. Really, really do like him. All right, guys, so that is going to do it for the video today. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't want to live. Again, I will be live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys, and let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. Thanks again. Have a great day, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.